everybody. Welcome back to the Hamilcast. I am Jillian. This is Bianca. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah? I never ask how you are. Oh, on the air. Thank you. <laughs> I guess we don't need to really rope everybody else into that, I guess. But yeah. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah? I'm ready to do no this. No more fits of insanity to speak of? No more. Good. I'm, I'm really happy that that's behind us. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, no, I'm okay. It's okay. I'm doing for now. I'm doing okay. I'm <laughs> check in with me next I'm week. Taking might a day. not be so great. <laughs> taking it day by day. Um, <laughs> so once again, it's just us because Chernow, man, kind of kind of kicking my butt. There's a, a little lot bit. happening. Not that I don't love it. I do. Yeah, it's great. It is great. I'm really excited actually because truth be told, I would never. I probably wouldn't be able to stick with something this packed with information if I didn't really, really love it. Yeah. And also now have a podcast that I have to talk about it on. Mm-hmm. But it's great. Account- it's a wonderful excuse. Accountability. For sure. It's like having a gym buddy. Yeah. I need a gym buddy, actually. I know, me too. <laughs> yeah. That's, we, that's another podcast. I was going to say, should we, we start a podcast? About- yeah, we'll start, we'll start our fitness podcast yeah. after this. And- yeah, we'll get into that. Even though that's something everybody hates, like posting when you're going to the, oh, going to the, the gym. Worst. We're just going to talk about it. Gym selfies? I can't. I'm sorry. If you're that, if you're a gym selfie poster, I'm sorry. I don't I don't dislike you. Um, in fact, props for having that kind of confidence, I guess. But yeah, you know, it's a little much. I've never done that. No, me either. Watch, I'm going to end up posting something, <laughs> and then I'll be like, damn it. Yeah. I said I wouldn't do this. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, we got a little off topic there for a second. <laughs> Before we get into Chernow today, we have to take a couple minutes. Yeah, we really, uh, as we always say, we, we love interacting with you guys on Twitter and through email, and we just really want to kind of give you guys some shout outs, because... We lo- we are amazed at at the love that's been pouring in and the engagement that you guys are are giving us. I know, it's great. I saw um we people have Twitter notifications on for us. Really? Yes. Which is I think it more- that's something you can check. No, people. Say, I think I've I've seen it in tweets. I I think I thought I saw that people have notifications wow. on for us, which is That's I mean, so cool. we might as well have a verified. We check mark. might as well be a verified account. It's pretty legit. <laughs> it is pretty legit. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So you guys are being are making social media fun, which I didn't really think was possible. Yeah, because social media is kind of scary and overwhelming sometimes, and. We're having fun with it, which is great. We're having the best time. And, <laughs> and we keep hearing a lot in emails and on Twitter that our listeners feel like you're just hanging out with your Hamilton obsessed friends, which is the best compliment. That's awesome. I think we can have because it's exactly it's what we're doing. This, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what we kind of wanted this to also be like is that we're kind of just all hanging out and talking about the same things and yeah. humming the same things. And it's kind of awesome. Yeah, we love it. And hopefully you guys don't feel any pressure to read along with us because that is not at all required. I just want to stress that. Oh, yeah, to read totally. Along. We're not like forcing you. I mean, no. As, <laughs> and we don't take it too seriously. We still Yeah, we're just like, a, it's kind of just like a, a supplementation to needing all things Hamilton in our lives. Yeah. But that being said, if you do want to read along with us, you might want to consider purchasing your copy of Alexander Hamilton from the Drama Bookshop. Yes. Which is... A wonderful independent bookshop in Times Square, which also happens to be full disclosure. They have a a, a theater, a downstairs theater, 
which happens to also be where Lynn wrote the majority of In the Heights, which is fantastic and amazing. But it's also where my theater company performs. And so I have a very strong attachment to this bookshop and they're wonderful and they have all things theater and even film related. Um, and it's wonderful. And they had a pipe burst. I'm sure you all know because you all probably saw the ham for ham. Yes. So this is not news. Hashtag buy a book. <laughs> but they need some help. They lost a lot of inventory. So if you do want to buy the book and you do want to read along with us, why not buy it from them? That yeah. would be great. Yeah. They That's need fun. help. They're great. They're a New York institution for sure. Um, Mike went. They have an honorary Tony Award, guys. That's pretty amazing. I know. Mike went to Marymount. And so so many of his books like that was on his book list because when you go to college for acting oh my god it's the best you you're sent to the drama bookshop it's such a great store yeah. i love it and the people there are great and they have a dog so doesn't really get much better i think that. every place ever should have a dog his name's chester and he's wonderful that's my if i ever ran for anything that would be my platform just dogs <laughs> dogs dogs everywhere. everywhere yeah yeah so we're gonna read some emails from yeah people. let's do it we're gonna do that and we printed them out um just because. Yeah. So if you hear rustling of papers, it's just because we're reading emails. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be like an old timey. A radio, radio program. Show. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the first emails we ever got. Oh, okay. From Chelsea. And hi, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Thanks for emailing us. Yeah, thanks. The subject was Hamilton story time. So, of course, we're I'm, in. I'm in 100%. So I'm just going to read it. Okay. I'm just going to read it straight. I'm not going to paraphrase. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Hi. I love your podcast a lot. Thanks, Chelsea. I came bearing a couple of Hamilton-related stories. One, my birthday is July 11th, which happens to be the anniversary of the Hamilton-Burr duel. I discovered that fact at a young age, and I remember being fascinated by Hamilton, even as a kid. He's my second favorite historical figure after Teddy Roosevelt. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, okay, but two, this is, the, this is the real reason why I wanted to read this This email, is pretty awesome. Because it's great. Two, when I was in 12th grade, I took AP US History. History has been a passion since I was very small, and my cousin was in the class. So I, know, I feel like Casey Kasem reading <laughs> reading the dedications that he used to do. Um, sorry. He and I are only six months apart. And at that time, we ran in different social circles. He was the backup quarterback and I was the head theater techie and didn't exactly get along. My teacher realized this early on and decided to put us on opposite sides of a debate. It was Hamilton versus Jefferson. I'm 5'1", my cousin is 6'2". By the end of the debate, I was standing on a desk while we screamed back and forth. The other teachers kept coming in and my teacher would just say that he felt it was fairly historically accurate. The class voted on the winner, I won. I love that story. That is awesome. So and much. never, nothing like that ever happened in my high school. So. What a cool teacher. That's pretty awesome. That's great. Yeah. And I love that the teacher totally had their back. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, look, this is probably how yeah, it went down. This so. Is, and kind of. Let's just let them do their thing. From what I've heard, those two didn't really like each other very much. <laughs> no, not, not so much. No. Yeah. So this email we got is from a gentleman named Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Thanks for sending us emails. We love it. This email blew me away. This one's great. I love this. This one's awesome, too. He says, hi, guys. Just found your podcast and wanted to congratulate you on what's so far a really fun listen. I'm really grateful to you guys because I hail from Singapore. What? What? We made it all the way to Singapore. Singapore. That's amazing. And then I love this part. He says, I was dropped <laughs> in the middle of a forgotten spot in Southeast Asia. Love it, Greg. <laughs> Greg love you it. Rule. And obviously, there aren't many Hamilton obsessives that I can talk to. You guys have allowed me to feel that I have friends who I can talk Hamilton with. And thank you for that. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to future episodes. Greg. P.S. I'm a guy who gushes about Hamilton since we asked about that on the first episode. Greg, we love you. I love Greg. Thank you, Greg. Seriously. 
I told my mom about that email. You did? Yeah. She thought it was the <laughs> sweetest thing. Just that she really thinks it's so sweet that people think that or feel that they're hanging I out know. with friends. And I can't get over that. I think it's the greatest thing. But then we we were emailing back and forth a little bit with Greg. He now informs us after he listened to episode three. And he says, at the risk of sounding needlessly arrogant, I feel a strong compulsion to point out that I can do the Lafayette and Jefferson raps. I felt the need to say this after you said on the episode that Kathleen is one of the few people who can do it along with the cast. I mean, <laughs> Greg, you're th- awesome. You yeah. keep getting better. Yeah. And it's not needlessly arrogant. Those are hard. They're raps. hard. Not They're- at all needlessly arrogant. That no. is something you should be proud of because it is a tongue twister. Yeah. And I love I love hearing that because um, when Kathleen Cameron did it, I, I just get so giddy. Oh my God, we got so excited, <laughs> right? <laughs> we were really excited. Oh my God, it's the best. So, Greg, if you, hey, we'd love to hear it. That's all I'm saying. We'd love to hear it. If we you want to send it. Yeah, we wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, if you want to send it to us, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we also got an email from um, someone named Autumn who very graciously offered to be our San Francisco correspondent when it goes to California. That's amazing. So that is awesome. And we are totally taking Autumn up on that because that rules. And we might have to maybe take this show on the road literally. And oh my God, go how to San fun Francisco. would that be? That would be so fun, right? I haven't been there in many years, but it's lovely. Yeah. Um, and this is for, okay. If the lottery comes back in the spring... Which, I'm sorry, guys. I really hope it does. You don't think it's going to? I just hope it does. I, I don't know. I'm not... Because they, they said that they were moving it digital because of the winter. Well, that they needed to fix the audio and make it safer for everybody. And they were going to talk to the NYPD and the theater. Okay, and that's just true. Because out. if you've been to the lottery in person, it is... You are risking your life. It, depending on where you're standing, you... I was almost hit by a car several times. I understand it's not very safe. I get it. Yeah. But God, it's just, it just feels all that more impossible on the digital lottery to win. I know. But in case it comes back. In case we have, we have someone who sent us uh, a couple tips. Elizabeth won the lottery multiple times. She came on a visit from LA. Multiple times. And won, I think, three times just on her vacation here. That, hmm. That is mind-blowing. I know. But here's how she did it. She told us her secret. She says she opted for the origami technique. Simply out of... So now I have to learn origami? Well, (laughs) I think it's just, it's loosely... (sighs) She says, simply out of freezing cold boredom on the line, we figured why not stand out from the pack of thousands of flat papers? Her husband made a fan. Her son made a paper hat. One Mm. of them was an airplane. So not necessarily origami, but they... Well, an airplane was pretty yeah but a fan i think they just kind of tried to have fun with it yeah yeah um and it worked it worked all of the times that they went and she says it gets even weirder two times i've messaged friends to do exactly our technique and they won that is crazy so i mean is there a way to like fold up our email submissions (laughs) i wish that thing i wish no damn i know but in case it comes back, now they're going to be sifting through bowl, uh, big <laughs> box of all, fans all and paper and airplanes and, and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty interesting, though. I love that technique. And I love that she won so many times, too. Yeah. Elizabeth was one of our first emails. I know. I know. And we really loved hearing from her. I love these so emails. So thanks, Elizabeth. Keep them coming, you guys. We love hearing from you. Twitter, emails. It's the best. I've never been a big email corresponder. 
but yeah, I like but I like it. It's I it's, like going it's back nice. and forth. It's a little more. Time. It's more personal. Mm-hmm. I like it. So thank you. We really appreciate it. So keep it coming if you want to just say hi if you want to mention something in the book that you found particularly interesting if you just want to like gush yeah we're into all of it and we're not going to read every email if you don't want don't feel like oh i can't email them yeah we no, will we're never, not just gonna like put you on blast <laughs> we will never read anything <laughs> that you don't want us to read at all well, yeah, yeah that's it's, fine don't worry about that we can keep it between us if you like yeah we're all friends here we right? really are yeah it's great we got this speaking of friends <laughs> I always try to like out outdo <laughs> myself like, with the segues into Chernow. I like that one though. But this because we get into Lawrence and Lafayette in this chapter. I just started dancing. The I'm little sorry. lion. <laughs> um, no one else can see that. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, we haven't ventured into the video. That's fine. I think we're good. Like podcasting this. it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So this chapter uh, is called the little lion, mm-hmm. and I find it interesting. It starts. Hamilton had a ton of health problems. Like, he was always getting sick. They constantly thought he wasn't going to make it. And it was very dramatic. And, of course, he made it all those times. They said he had, like, an, a practically yearly bout with malaria. Yeah. He brought out over these sicknesses they assume from the Caribbean. But he got malaria every year. Like, all year. the time. <laughs> Who does that? I mean, that's of course crazy. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, of course, he made it through. And, of course, it was very dramatic. He was, like, <laughs> on his bed, and he had to be, like, nourished back to health. I'm not... I don't know why I'm saying that so lightly. It was a terrible time. It's just interesting that he brought these illnesses back from the Caribbean. I know. It's very... I, well, I guess, you know, that is the thing that happens. It still happens. Yeah. One of them was a nervous illness. Well, I think that's just stress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he was bedridden, but it said, you know... I think he was really stressed. In some, in some letter, they reported back that he was really suffering i'm like okay it's a tough time yeah i understand yeah there was a lot going yeah, on yeah i'd want to lay in bed and hide from the world a little bit too tell me about it um this chapter i like it also so we start finally getting into how close washington and hamilton were and they how they really balanced each other out um there was actually some speculation that washington poor you know poor hamilton everyone's speculating who his dad is i know <laughs> we just we really can't nail it down yeah they were even saying that it could have been washington who went to barbados four years before hamilton was born that doesn't add up yeah and, anyway and it's also how they balance each other out because there were so many rumors that washington had all these illegitimate kids so no one knew no who one knew. ham's father was <laughs> but they assumed washington was everybody's father basically another another way they could just relate to each other but washington called his military staff his family well yeah i mean you're so close with these these group of guys of course they're going to end up becoming as close as family to you that of makes course. complete sense of course and i um <laughs> i also find it funny so he, he was as we know married to martha washington who had kids from a previous marriage but her and george never had children together which led people to then speculate that he was sterile, whatever. I don't know. Maybe he was busy with things like the revolution. I don't know. Yeah, I think. And so he ended up taking on a lot of surrogate sons, most notably the Marquis de Lafayette. Oh, yeah. And Hamilton, who he always referred to as his son. Yeah. Or my boy. My boy. Rather, my boy. Right, right. But he and Lafayette, and I'm sure they'll get into this a little bit more, because we're kind of, we're just starting. We're just meeting all these people. I mean, we're, we're, not even a hundred we're like 106 pages into the whole thing so there's a lot more that's to it, go huh? yeah is that it is that's that it. all is that all <laughs> but uh he washington and lafayette really had a very 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 close bond as well just a little different than yeah what he had with hamilton Definitely. but that that'll come up again so washington later. knowing that hamilton was 
much better with words than he was, which we all know now. Right. Then he literally, once he started working for Washington, was literally speaking for him. And he would write his letters and his speeches. And I think sometimes sign them, not sign them, rather. They were more anonymous so that people thought they were actually coming from Washington. Yeah, at first. At first. And then it just got very quickly ham saying this is how things are going to go i just want to read this part because i love how chernow speaks to us to the reader because he says um this is a quote from a letter from hamilton i find he is so much pestered with matters which cannot be avoided that i am obliged to refrain from troubling him on the occasion especially as i conceive the only answer he would give may be given myself so then chernow says how rapidly hamilton had acquired the confidence to function as washington's proxy he just dove just dove right in there (laughs) he's like hey look i'd probably say the same thing so i'm gonna say the same thing and that's it. I just love how Chernow I like that. Lo- kind of looks at you and is like, can just you believe like, this guy? Wow. Can you even believe what he's doing? That's crazy. We also, in this chapter, meet our blue-eyed <gasps> gentleman named John Lawrence. John Lawrence. Who sounds like a fox, yeah. if you ask me. <laughs> and basically, Lawrence and Lafayette and Hamilton were like best buddies. Yeah. They were like the golden trio before Harry Potter essentially that is true that is true they were every like everyone knew they were incredibly close it was just a known thing yeah and lafayette and hamilton also had very similar uh upbringings they were both orphaned at a very young age and sure the same age same age yeah what wow yeah so they have a lot to that they can relate to on those fronts which is great and I, i think that they also Chernow also refers to them as the gay trio. Right. Now, we all know gay can mean happy and gay can mean very many things. But there is a very interesting piece of information in here. Chernow also mentions that another Hamilton biographer has inferred some potential homoerotic implications in Hamilton and Lawrence's letters to one another. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we talked about this. It might have been the second episode, the first time Ashley was on. Mm-hmm. And Chernow touches on this. It could have just been the writing style of the time. It could have been that these men were going through something that nobody else could relate to. Right. They were kindred... You're naturally going to have such a very tight bond with these people. Yeah. They were kindred spirits. They did love each other because they were going through this insane thing together. And I think it's interesting. I mean, it is interesting, though, that someone felt the need to point it out, though, that that it stands apart from other letters that people are writing at that time, that it really does stick out to some people. And let's say, even if there was something else going on, they would never have been, like, admitting it or copying to it because that's... No. 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 (laughs) Just because no. No. (laughs) But Chernow says, quote... I like reading from this book on the air. It makes me feel well written. Yeah. yeah, It makes me feel fancy too. Um, He says, the breathless tone of the letters that Hamilton exchanged with Lawrence and Lafayette is unlike anything in his later letters. Dude wrote a lot of letters. (laughs) So if these stand out. These really stand out. (laughs) That says something. And even Eliza says um, that the... They loved each other like brothers, and it was mutual all across the board. It was just something that everyone talked about, which I think is lovely. 
Love it. I'm saying that. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. You can't do this alone. No, do not at all. You need to have people that you can rely. Even if one of those people or both of them are not physically with you, right? You and, need to have that feeling. And, and help clearly, you get and now even says, and obviously we agree. There's zero actual evidence that 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 was right. ever a thing. Right. But it has certainly been thought about and written about, and who knows? Could obviously have been a possibility, which is pretty interesting. Although. <laughs> imagine imagine the fanfic <laughs> could you i've seen some pictures oh really some like like some art artistic renderings of of the three of them not the three of them of uh ham and lauren's clutching each other in an wow. embrace it's like a car it's like an anime i think there's a name for it there's a style of of art and i cannot remember what it is because it just occurred to me there was a whole south park episode about it but I can't remember. It's like the girls in the in the class thought that Clyde and and Stan oh, or someone were, were and it's just a, a style of art that is and it doesn't necessarily always mean that you're gay. It's just they Yeah. I wonder though, I wonder if uh if they're receiving some interesting photos and drawings over there at the Richard Rogers Theater. The stage door. <laughs> they probably are. I yeah. <laughs> I would think so. That's pretty interesting. It but is. um yeah, that's certainly interesting to note, I thought. And on the other side of that, Ham was girl crazy, like nobody's business. They oh my all god, were, guys. But Ham especially. Oh, also, um, we're not the first pe- we as in the Hamill fans are not the first people to call him Ham because everyone yeah. was calling him Ham and or Hammy. Hammy. So, I love it, Hammy. Yeah, that's, that's so adorable. cute. So we're not the first, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> so, but on the other side of that, love the ladies. And there is a letter that Chernow... There is this letter that he sent to Kitty Livingston. Right. Who was the daughter of the first governor of independent New Jersey. And he sent this letter to her because he was very clearly courting her. And this letter is intense. I, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I'm going to read it. Read it. It says, after knowing exactly your taste and whether you are of a romantic or discreet temper as to love affairs, I will endeavor to regulate myself by it. If you would choose to be a goddess and to be worshipped as such, I will torture my imagination for the best arguments the nature of the case will admit to prove you so. But... If you are content with being a mere mortal and require no other license than is justly due to you, I will talk to you like one in his sober senses. What? What? You guys, she said no. She definitely said no. She was like, I don't. She rejected too him. Too much. I, maybe That's it was a lot. came on a little strong. Okay. <laughs> just a, just a little. Yeah. A little, little forward. A little strong. Wow. Mortal. Could you, what did you say? Mere a mortal? mere mortal. Or she could choose to be treated as a goddess. Which he clearly thinks she is. <laughs> but she, What would you do if you got that letter? I don't know. I don't know. It's I a would, lot. If you, I mean, I, don't, I can't even wrap my head around that. But she said no. Yeah, she basically rejected him. Yeah. Which, okay, that's yeah. fine. He bounced back. He bounced back. <laughs> Onward and upward. Onward and upward. You're lost, Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that in the middle of, you know, the revolution... He's still finding time for uh, other for priorities. For love letters and all of this riffraff. Well, no, she wasn't riffraff, I guess, but... <laughs> Besmirching the name of <laughs> yeah, Kitty Livingston. Yeah, sorry. 
Okay, so we just want to wrap up with one last thing because the chapter ends talking about two duels that happened. So because Washington, things weren't going the best. They just weren't. Um, But these two guys, Horatio Gates and Thomas Conway, you remember him, right, from raking Washington's name through the mud? Correct. Right? He really was doing that. Uh, So they were talking, like, all this nonsense, and they were being dueled. So Horatio Gates ended up breaking down and crying. Right. So his duel didn't happen. Right. Because he just... Most disputes die, and no one shoots when someone starts crying. When someone's hysterical sobbing. (laughs) And Thomas Conway was shot... In the face, the bullet went through through his face and out the back of his head, and he survived. And he survived. That is ridiculous. Yeah. He stopped being in the army after that, well, of course. You know. Of course. But he survived. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I can't believe. So what happens in a duel when nobody dies? I guess, does, did he lose that duel, though? I think he's just whoever gets shot d- loses. No, I mean, I think, yeah, most disputes die and no one shoots. So I guess you kind of call it a draw if you don't shoot. Is it also a draw if you get shot in the face and don't die? Or have you lost at that point? <laughs> I think you've maybe lost. Stay tuned for next episode when we... <laughs> we'll do more research on that And bit. figure out, because th- those are good questions. I don't know. I don't know. Those aren't in the 10 dual commandments. They're so I, I don't know that part. You <laughs> don't know that yet. <laughs> but I'm very curious how that, how it works. So I guess, I mean, did the guy who challenged Horatio Gates did he win on paper because Horatio was the guy who backed down we don't know Hmm. I guess that's just a draw at that point I would think because if they never if you never never happen yeah if you never actually duel it's a draw yeah okay well well we have we'll let you know next week (laughs) yeah we have a lot of research to do so thank you so much for joining us once again yes we really appreciate it yeah and thank you again keep up the emails and the the twitter we love it we love it we yeah. are at the hamilcast on facebook twitter instagram we are also the hamilcast at gmail.com if you would like to drop us a line and say hello hello uh i am jillian with a g at jillian with a g on everything my show is at the residuals i'm underscore bianca jean underscore on twitter and instagram And thank you guys again. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Let's do our sign off. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I am G.Pen. And B.So. Bye, guys. Bye.